where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. Well, we're back. We're back and we're live. We are. Well, we're not live, but live to us. This is this is good. We're alive. Yes, we are alive. We have uh, Adam Larson in the house here at the automotive industry uh, studios. Thanks, Kyle, for letting us stay here. Thanks for having me on, Mark. DJ Oreo. Good to finally meet you. I've yeah. li- listened to you before, but it's good to finally... Uh, still here. We're, we're still doing it. Good to, good we are. We're, we're adjusting uh, a little bit. Um, Adam is a friend of mine. Grew up playing with uh, and against in, in hockey. Um, his dad coached very probably legendary coach in the Tulsa Youth Hockey Organization. He's going to appreciate you saying that. So, you know, I, I try not to throw him any, uh, any you know, too much pride. You got to kind of keep that ego in check. But yeah, uh, well, I, th- I think he would appreciate that. And I, I think he did a good job. Well, I will say that he's probably one of the best skaters I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. They're uh, like, hey, are you as fast as your dad? Nope, still not as fast. Never will be. Uh, that's just not my thing. But Yeah, and he's, a, he's not a very tall guy well, either. He's uh, like 5'4". Yeah. But, you know, he's always made this argument, though, that it actually, actually kind of makes him harder to knock off the puck. You know what I mean? With having that low center of gravity? Yeah. It, it makes sense to me. He's a speedster, it sounds like. He is. He's yes, he's very elusive. Yeah. And you, and we all know Stucky. Everything comes back to Stucky. Yeah. Uh, smaller than, I mean, it's probably a little bit smaller than Stucky, but a more elusive. I mean, and you have you seen Stucky play, haven't you, Ordo? Uh, a long, long time ago, but I've, I've heard great things. It's, yeah. it's Stucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Well, they, they both have kind of a similar style in skating as just far as, like, being strong on their skates. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is kind of different than it being, like, a speed issue. It's just more of, like, you're not going to knock Stucky off the puck. He's not the tallest guy. He's never been the biggest guy. But he's just kind of like a little uh, bowling ball. You know what I mean? He doesn't yes. move. Like, he just – oh, I yeah. think my dad was kind of the same way. It was just one of those to where, you know, if they're kind of cutting to the net or they're making these plays, like, they just have the strength to – Kind of maintain that play a little bit, and they both play hard too. Yeah, because you know Stucky, he, you know, yeah. Oh, he gets some no, fire in him yeah, for sure. There's nothing, but I, I mean, I I appreciate that competitiveness, though. You know, because he's always going to bring his A game, his ten. It's just, you know what I mean. There's there's nothing. Well, it's that. when we when we used to play uh, against each other in like men's league and mm-hmm. stuff. Like you would never want to be on that team with Stucky. You personally, yeah. I would because he made me look better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you always wanted to play against him because you always liked playing against harder competition. Right, right, right. Because I can remember there was a there was a because you know I don't know who out there listens kind of knows the history of uh, men's league hockey here in Tulsa, but they had Fishbones was the team to beat kind of for the longest time. It had you know uh, a bunch of the ex junior players, a bunch of the ex Oilers, and just a good group of guys. But um, you know I kind of came back into playing hockey again, and you know how it is. It's like I'm gonna call up my boys, you know the ones I played travel hockey with. You know all the ones I'm talking about. I'm not gonna yeah. name them off the top of my head, but you know we put a team together because at that point Fishbones was just I mean they're just beating everybody you know it's just one of those to where and obviously when you when you put a men's league team together there's you want to have it with your friends because you know what you go out after the games or you do this or do that so it was more one of those things like you can't break this team up 
just because they happen to be good. Like they're all friends and they do things, you know, uh, they, they kind of do things together. But anyway, I kind of put a team together with my buddies and, you know, I would say nine out of 10 times we would get beat by them. But I think they just kind of respected the fact that like, okay, like these guys want to play us. Like they don't care. Yeah. Like they out, like, obviously we didn't want to lose, but at the end of the day, it was one of those, they were finally getting some competitive games. And I think that we, like I said, we might've won one, out of 10, but, you know, they just, and then at a certain point, you know, my team kind of went away and I kind of started skating for fish bones for a little bit. So I did realize though, that playing with Stucky, I enjoy that much more than playing against him. <laughs> right. He's one of those guys. It's like, I right. would, I want to play with you. I do not want to play against you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, no, it was cool. Uh, so you, you're in town from Dallas. Yep. You are, you were kind of running a rink. You weren't necessarily running the rink, but yep. you were helping out with the organization of the men's league mm -hmm. uh, at the I was, point. I was the men's league director. For a little bit. Yes. And um, then you moved away and you went to where? I went to Florida. Florida. And then you went, you've bounced around I the bounced nation. Around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to say I probably left Tulsa. God, time flies. But I probably left Tulsa maybe six years ago. Yeah, I think it's about around six years ago. Um, moved to Florida. I, I, to be honest with you, um, my good buddy kind of reached out to me because, you know, with there only being one rink in, in Tulsa, you know, I had kind of, you know, and I kind of talk about this on my own podcast, but I kind of got my own way, you know, and it's just one of those things to where if you can't jive, you know, or you're, you know, not really with kind of how things are being operated, this is the only game in town. So then all of a sudden, you know, I am out of the rinks, which rinks was my whole life. My dad, you know, he, he grew up, or I grew up with him, you know, running rinks. That's where I felt comfortable. But, you know, then I was trying to find other jobs, and it was just one of those things where I wasn't, I wasn't really happy. So anyway, I moved down to South Florida, uh, started working at the uh, Florida Panthers practice, uh, practice facility down in Coral Springs. Um, it was just, a, it was kind of just, it, it kind of re-energized and re reaffirmed that that's what I wanted to do with my career and my life. And so it's one of those things where like, okay, if I'm going to do this, then I actually want to, you know, I, I want to do it the right way. And so, yeah, I uh, went from South Florida to Vermont, um, Woodstock, Vermont, a town of 3000 people. Uh, the closest stoplight to my front door was 10 miles away. So if beautiful thinking, country up there. So if you're thinking like small, yeah, I don't want to call it a mountain town because there's just mountains everywhere, but just a small mountain town uh, was able to coach up there, coached high school girls hockey. Um, we had a couple girls go, you know, division three, II, division two. Um, so there was some really, really good hockey up there. Um, and then, I actually applied for the Mansfield Star Center is the newest practice facility. We call them practice facilities, but they're just rinks that are run by the stars. But it's the newest one. So I knew that there was going to be one opening up, decided to apply for it. I wasn't sure if I was going to get it. And uh, I guess I was kind of just in the right place at the right time. But then, uh, yeah, I, I became the operations manager down there. And so, yeah, that's where I'm working now is Mansfield, which is just kind of a suburb of Arlington. So a lot of people don't know where Mansfield is, but it's pretty much just Arlington. Nice. Yeah. Oreo, you're kind of out of your element here. I'm processing all of this information here. It's a it's a whole lot. A, a, a lot. Yeah. Well, we well, heard a lot about hockey, a lot about stuff up north. Yeah. Now we're back down south. Now we're back down south. Yeah. We're, run, we're running things. Yes. Yeah. I'm keeping up. <laughs> I yeah, yeah, like I, got, I got, I got this. That, that, I got this. That's a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested, you know, about... Now you're talking about you do a podcast. Yes. Yeah. Now is this centric to hockey or yeah? What is, let, yeah. let us know a little bit. So about so essentially, what I was kind of trying to do is you know um, if there's one thing I know about and can talk about, we try and keep our episodes around an hour. But 
if there's one thing that I can talk about for an hour with no problem, it's going to be hockey. So essentially, like, kind of what I do is I've taken, uh, you know, people from the, not just the Mansfield community, but I would say the Dallas-Fort Worth area hockey community. And, you know, if I get along with somebody and think that they have good knowledge on the game, we kind of just sit down and, and talk hockey for a little bit and drink a couple beers. So I have a uh, sponsor, if I can shout out my sponsor real quick, Rube's, sure. Rube's Brews. Um, so it's just kind of a little home brewery uh, down in, in Mansfield, Texas. But anyway... Um, he supplies us with, you know, a six pack of beers. So we kind of sit, we, uh, you know, drink the, drink the Rubes Ruse beers and we kind of just talk hockey, but it's really just kind of, and, uh, Mark, you'll kind of pick up on this, but I kind of just wanted to copy that kind of post game locker room talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, you're just sitting around with the guys, just, you know, kind of BSing. You know what I mean? You're just kind of, um, shooting talking, shit, sh- shooting shit, talking, you know? Yeah. So it's one of those things where I don't think. You know, like the NHL interviews that they have, like they're just boring. You know what I mean? Like Spit and Chicklist does a good job, but yeah. I mean, outside of that, those post game interviews or any of that, they were just always so, you know, plain and just, you know, you can't really talk. So I think it's kind of opening up people to kind of how people, not just that play hockey, but in the rink industry, how we kind of talk. And I, I hope that people learn something from it too. You know, I, there's a lot of people that listen to it that, didn't necessarily know anything about hockey or rinks or whatever. And they listen to every episode and they're like, well, I've learned a lot. And I'm like, okay, like uh, that wasn't my original goal. My original goal was just to have fun with my buddies and you know, whatever. But if, if people are actually taking something away from it, then, then great. You know what I mean? That's kind of where we're at here. We're just kind of just, <laughs> like, just hanging out, you know, uh, yeah. just, just hanging out. <laughs> really? I mean, <laughs> we're just killing time. T- if you take it too seriously, you'll never get out alive. You know, that's what I mean? right. One of those things to where yeah. uh, true. Uh, one thing that I've always, I, and, I, and I've, you know, never really said this to you, but, uh, one thing that I've always appreciated about you is your knowledge of the game, mm-hmm. uh, your, your ability to break it down and, and explain it to somebody younger, uh, somebody really getting involved in the game. Yep. Yep. And I mean, you and I could talk oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. just alone, mm-hmm. <laughs> But we'll, we'll we'll try to do it along for Oreo. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> hey, he's here. You know. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> gonna learn. Whenever he's gonna <laughs> learn. Hey, but this is what it's all about. Hey, if this is what my podcast is coming to be about. Then if I can extend that to the nine one eight, then we're good. Yeah. Uh, so I've listened to your podcast a, a few times, and um, one in particular is, is the one with your dad, mm-hmm. and uh, that was a, a, an amazing interview. I know that Thanks. you guys did that sure remotely um, on Father's Day. Yep. So that was really good. But. Um, you know, one of the things that you were talking about out there was uh, passing on things to the youth. Now, you were coaching uh, or not? Or yes. I know that you had mentioned that you had done U-12s and U-8s. Yeah, so the, so the first year, so this, this next year is going to be my third season to coach. So my first year I got down there, I coached the U-12s. We had a great season. We went undefeated, lost in the championship. So that was a learning moment for everybody, but really, really loved the kids. And then, um, so last year I was the U8 coach. Now we had three U8 teams and one U6 team. So we would all practice together. So I was, uh, I was deemed, uh, what's the official title? It was the uh, age-specific coordinator. So, Mark Baker, if you can think about this, because I don't think this is the way it was when we were growing up, when we were mites or squirts or whatever, but we have 48 kids out on the ice at one time. And that's, that's nuts. That's four different teams, essentially it, moving from station to station. Especially for here, because when we were growing up, it was it was a pretty large community. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. we had quite – I mean, our numbers were very big. I mean, I remember at one point that my dad was involved in the youth. My dad never played hockey, yeah. but somehow 
got involved, there was always a running joke that, that Warren was always at the rink. Oh, well, he, right? well, the, he, the funny part is he'd always stop in. You could tell he just got off his motorcycle or whatever, but he would just drop in all the time. Just kind of, but it, Warren's one of those guys though. That's just like, you like to see him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like, I mean, I, might I, be the I, only I, one. Did. I did. No, Hey, I appreciate it. I don't know what you want to call his sense of, uh, communication, but I've always enjoyed it. Uh, you know, he's very I, straightforward. I'm a big he's fan. Like I'm me. a big fan of Warren and he's always been, and not to be whatever, but you know, there's just certain people that you kind of just have respect for because they've always just treated you awesome. I mean, your dad yep. has always just been nothing but, you know, kind. And, you know, I know everybody just kind of asks, like, hey, tell your dad hi for me or whatever. But, like, he's just kind of in that, you know. Um, but he's he's a part of, like, the base. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's, he's he's spent enough time doing it to where well, he's kind of earned that in respect. In his whole aspect, and, and I think I've gathered this from you, too, is, is just to see the hockey numbers grow mm-hmm. in, you know, throughout all age groups. And that's kind of uh, where I was kind of segueing in there too. Is is you're you've started off coaching the younger guys, yep. and clearly you guys have more of a population to work with. Mm-hmm. But here it seems like our numbers have diminished. Yes. How have you seen the growth of hockey throughout the Tulsa community differ from that growth? Like, what are you? What are the main differences? So, I mean, I think the biggest part is how much it costs to go from because they have and i'm i'm almost positive i'm not 100 percent sure but i think i'm pretty sure so they still run the uh try hockey for free program because it's something that the nhl actually puts on so like you know they have like the dallas stars they run all the uh try hockey for freeze down in the dallas fort worth area but they also do that in tulsa so tulsa is one of their rinks that they you know expand out into and so they offer this oklahoma city tulsa um Places, I think even in Arkansas, Louisiana, like their, their, you know, outreach as far as that, that try hockey for free is really wide. So if you look at the numbers and I, you know, I actually, I, I saw these numbers at a certain point, but it has how many kids are signing up for that try hockey for free. And then from that, what percentage of those people go on to sign up for hockey? Tulsa's was down. It was the last one or maybe the second from the bottom. So what you're seeing there is, and, and I'm talking about people that, that go from playing try hockey for free because the, the the people that show up to try hockey for free, those numbers are fairly similar to a lot of these other places. But what they're lacking is them getting to sign up for actual hockey. I don't know the ins and outs of how much it costs in Tulsa to do that, but that would be one of the only reasons why that isn't happening. And so I don't know how much it costs to play youth hockey here in Tulsa now, but I've heard that it's more expensive than it is down in Dallas. Wow. I mean, I, I would imagine just because of the number of rinks that are available to, to people yeah, uh, in yeah, Dallas yeah. And, and the number of rinks that are available to people here in Tulsa, yeah. not only Tulsa, just Oklahoma in general, because right. I believe we only have three rinks in, available in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you still have what Arctic Edge is still there. Of course, that's where the UCO Broncos. Blaze, Blazers Ice. Bronchos, sorry. Broncho, yeah, bron- bron- and then you have I should bl- know that. Blazers Ice, and then you have uh, Oilers Ice Center, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where like Tulsa hockey still holds a really, I mean, a huge part of my heart or whatever you want to call it. But I just think that there's some numbers that don't seem to add up as far as like how much does that ice time cost and where is this money going? I think I might leave it at that. You know? Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. I, I understand what you're saying. Um. I I'm I'm very confused on the fact as. And maybe you, I mean, you're, you're on the business side of it, but um, youth hockey being as a business, as 
as far as just a nonprofit, mm-hmm. right? Right. So travel teams typically are nonprofit. Can be. They still have to pay their coaches. So, but at the end of the day, yes, yes, I understand. See, that's where I'm confused. Oh, they're because all, they're all getting paid now. Yeah, that's odd. That's very odd yeah. to me. Yeah. I mean, uh, Oreo, what did you grow up playing? Did you? Didn't Basket. you say basketball? I'm a basketball guy. Yeah. So, D- did you play any like type of AAU or anything like that? Uh, you weren't very competitive. Well, I mean, I played in obviously, you know, you know, middle school is pretty easy to get into. I went to, to to Broken Arrow, so I mean, it's a huge, you know, school district. So, getting on the team, right? You know, a lot of way more better players, taller kids, whatever. Uh, but there was more of a, and it, judging by what I'm hearing, is there was more of a, you know, if you just wanted to play. Yeah. Like you could, you know, boys and girls club, church leagues, uh, even uh, some of the school districts might have like secondary leagues or different things that you could be a part of or whatever. So there was always somewhere that you could play. Yeah. But it seemed like that they, and I don't know, just I'm assuming, but it seemed like basketball, because you guys are saying there's only what, three rinks or three? Three rinks, three rinks in Oklahoma. Yeah. Right, so. so there's basketball courts everywhere, churches, you know, schools, all this sorts of stuff. So there was always a league that you could join in or, or, or pop in or whatever. So it sounds like to me you got yeah. some knowledge on some stuff there, but also yeah. maybe some availability on, 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 on resources and stuff too. It seems the same with football. I would have loved to have played football. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think at the time my parents thought I was, you know, you're a little, you're a little guy and da-da-da-da. But if you weren't in on the, the, the school thing, there was no after, what, eighth grade? seventh or eighth grade you know there wasn't any you know small rec leagues or yeah, anything yeah. to join at that point so you're deciding if you're in or you're, you're you were in and i didn't yeah it's either yeah. Oh, yeah you're diving in or you're you can't in. just dip a toe at that yeah, point yeah, yeah. 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 i mean yeah. it's just now question yeah do you feel that and judging by some of the stuff you're saying is you know how to get in the sport different things like that and I've been to some Oilers games, and they're fun. They're kind of like going to Drillers games. It's something to do. It's fun. Uh, I, I'm not, you know, huge into hockey or even baseball. Mm-hmm. You know me. Baseball is not my, yeah, my whatever. Uh, but uh, they are fun to go to. Do you feel like the culture, the, the culture there kind of, you know, pushes it more than per se here that there might be? Um, I mean, I think that, I mean, obviously there's a bigger draw with just having the stars there. Um, I mean, you know, the rinks are designed, I mean, at the end of the day, yes, they're designed to make money and not to lose money and this and that, but there is this kind of, and you see a lot of other NHL teams adopting this now, but they're trying to take over their community rinks. So the idea behind that is they're actually trying to create fans as well. You know what I mean? So you mm-hmm. kind of get them going in and out because all it takes, and I see it all the time and Mark, you'll know, you'll know what I'm talking about here, but it's like, you only have to get, say there's a, uh, you know, family, you got two parents, you got, uh, you know, two boys and you got a, a daughter or whatever. All it takes is for one of those ki- one sons to start playing hockey. And then all of a sudden the, the daughter, her sister's into figure skating. And then all of a sudden, you know, the dad's at the rink all the time. So then he starts playing hockey and then they start going to the game. It's just like, once they're in, they just kind of start and it's because they enjoy, it. it's not a trick or a trap or anything. But it's one of those things to where, like, if you can just get one kid to start playing hockey, the the odds of them, you know, going to the games and then getting their families involved with this or that, I mean, it just you're uh, you're just exponentially growing that. Uh, I call them fans, but they're customers at the end of the day. You know what I mean? But right. I, I think that's a, a certain draw to it. And I remember Mark when we were growing up, there was a closer relationship between 
the Oilers and the youth program. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know mm-hmm. they share a name now. I know it's the junior Oilers, and I know Clay and Derek used to play for the Oilers, but it's not the same as when we were growing up. We used to have those camps, you know, during the summer where our instructors were the current Tulsa Oilers at the time. Yeah. And those guys stayed on those teams, and those guys, you know. I mean, Sly was one of those Well, guys. yeah, Sly, Sly No was one of our – uh, I think you know uh, Sly. Uh, Oreo, you know Sly. Uh, Tom Carras was my my junior coach when we had a junior team here, yeah, uh, first junior team, yeah, yeah. Bazooka Blues yeah. here. Um, but I mean, even there, you you still had uh, Curtis Voth. Mm-hmm. Curtis Voth was one of my high school coaches. Yep. Uh, Doug Pernak. Uh, I don't think Doug coached as much, yep. um, but he was always out there playing, and he was always willing to help people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, you had a lot of uh, ex Oilers or ex pros. Uh, around town willing to help some yep. kids yep. Um, just because of their passion of the game. And, and it is, um, I guess, an expensive sport. Mm-hmm. I guess it could be. Um, yep. But this try hockey for free, mm-hmm. I've read into some of it, and you had mentioned it a little bit earlier. Um, do you have a lot of information on that? I mean, uh, do you know? Yeah, what I mean, the, a fair amount. Because I actually, when I was in Vermont, I did the Tri Hockey for Free, which for, was from the uh, the Bruins. So the Bruins had kind of that district. So I've been around it, I mean, I don't know, a handful of years. But, I mean, it, it's just one of those things to where it's kind of the NHL just kind of making that um, investment. So they also give, you know, uh, a bag away. So the way that our kind of uh, Tri Hockey for Free works is, you know, they'll you can buy a bag. But, you know, when we were growing up, to buy a whole set of equipment, I mean, you're thinking hundreds and hundreds of dollars. You can buy everything you need now for like 200 bucks, which I know it might sound like, a little, but you're talking about an entire set of equipment now. And the, at the end of the day, that equipment is probably, a, th- nobody's making money off that equipment at the end of the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's more of an investment as far as like, okay, we're putting these bags out, you know, because <laughs> you, can't, you can't just send a family to, you know, not to be whatever, you can't send them to a hockey monkey or a warehouse place and just be like, okay, buy all this stuff individually. Figure it out. I know you don't know anything about hockey. You know what I mean? They'll be right. there all day. They'll get oversold on stuff. Now all of a sudden they've spent, you know, $1,000 on equipment and their kid's five years old. You know what I mean? Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's just people, when, when, they're, when you're trying something new, you just, if you don't know about the sport and somebody can just hand you a bag and go, this is everything that you need. It's like, okay, thank you for taking, because, you know, a lot of people don't realize how many little parts of equipment there are in hockey you know what i mean yeah so it just it it makes that a lot easier so there's just kind of that original investment from the nhl like here's the gear and that's that's i mean i think that they kind of found out that that is the number one thing that stops people from playing to start off with is just that original cost if you don't know if your kid likes it yet or not you're not going to go out and drop you know 500 bucks or even 200 bucks on a you know whatever so it's kind of that hey Come here. You can try all the equipment for free. I think it's like, you know, three or four sessions, whatever it is. And I'd say, you know, more than 50% of the time, those people are signing up to continue to play. So it's just, it, it, it just works out. And I feel like every year it gets a little bit better and a little bit better. Um, you know, just, it's not everybody's ready for it right away. But So they sign up for this try hockey for free. They get free equipment with that signing up? So they, they get the free equipment, and then they can either, after those three or four, I can't remember if it's three or four skates, after those skates, they can either purchase it for, a, um, you know, a very cheap price, or they can just give it back. So there's no, you know, no loss of any sort. They got to try it for three or four days. Yeah. And you know how expensive ice time is, too. So the NHL, especially here, the NHL, <laughs> the NHL's fitting the bill for the ice time, and they're essentially, you know, look like it's it's at no cost until they decide, hey, no, I, I want to actually play. There's not a lot of things like that, you know. Yeah, that's uh, 
I mean, that's that's a pretty good model. I mean, up in the east, uh, up on the east coast, it's probably pretty simple just to get yep. people. To oh no no no! It's a, they they've already started the the hockey knowledge is definitely different up north, and that was kind of that was the first time that I kind of lived up north. I mean, my dad's family's from up north, but I didn't spend a whole lot of time there. But just living in Vermont, it's just like everybody's grandmother knows about hockey. You know what I mean? You can't BS mm-hmm. anybody up there. But I did kind of like the fact that I was able to kind of, you know, survive up there and just people respected my knowledge on things. And because that, that was kind of a different community because it's like, you're from where? Florida? Right. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah. you don't know what you're talking. It's like, well, yeah. no, I do. Just give me a minute. Let me blow your mind even more. I'm from Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, no, that's the, so that's the weird, that's the weird part. Uh, down in Dallas, people were like, oh, where'd you move from? I'm like, Vermont. They're like, Vermont. I'm like, well, I'm from Oklahoma. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I get Texas. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not completely out of... Uh, I've got a lot of buddies down in uh, Dallas I've played college with uh, that um, coach, oh, yeah. uh, some an uh, UCO alumni coach down there. Yeah. Um, Eric Jensen, he, he coaches down there. He He's pretty good. Yeah. He's from Chicago, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, Casey Smith, um, he was in a terrible, terrible accident with his wife. Uh, he's oh. on his way back to rehabbing, but uh, I know he coaches a high school team down there. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, so I'm actually signed up. Um, I, I think I should be signing my contract either, either this week or next week, though. So I am going to be the ju- uh, junior varsity uh, coach for the uh, high school, so Mansfield High School. So, you know, that, that's kind of how it works out. You show up and you coach 12-year-olds and then you coach the 8-year-olds. And it's like, all right, I put my time in. Now, you know, I'm going to go ahead and try and uh, coach high school now. But, uh, yeah, they we did tryouts the other day, so we got, we got that ready to go. But the thing is there's so much hockey down there that if you have a good hockey knowledge or background or whatever – there's just tons of opportunities. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I feel like I wouldn't have had the opportunities I have down here or down. Sorry. <laughs> I forgot where I am down uh, in Dallas as I do here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you know, there's just so much more room to grow. And there's, I mean, think about it. It's just, it's growing so fast that it's like, they can't find enough coaches to, you know, coach, coach all these teams. So it's one of those, if you do have coaching knowledge and you know, it's just, there's just so many opportunities. So I'm just really, you know, thankful to be down there, but I still miss Tulsa. Don't get me wrong. I, I do. Yeah, I remember we moved from Dallas uh, to Tulsa. My dad got transferred for a job. We moved here when I was 10. And two two years or a year before we moved here, the Stars had just moved from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And at the time, there was only one youth organization. I played baseball and roller hockey then. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? And then the Stars came in. My dad goes, well, well they have ice hockey. You want to try that? I was like, sure. Mm-hmm. Started off as a roller hockey goalie. Yeah. Tried to sign up. There was a two-year waiting list because there were so many kids in Dallas at the time that mm-hmm. wanted to play ice hockey. Yep. There was a two-year waiting list. And then we move up. Fast forward two years, we move up here. My dad's like, oh, they have ice hockey here. You want to play? I was like, sure. Yep. And then one youth organization here. Then, you know, that same season, again, we didn't have very many kids in, in, the, uh, in, in the pipeline or the system then. So I ended up playing on the travel team. Terrible player. Mm-hmm. I was awful I was terrible. I probably didn't hit my stride till I was like 15 or happens, 14 man. or 15. I didn't hit mine till I was 23. So, <laughs> um, so then you, and then we go down and we play against Dallas. I mean, it's like two, three years later and then boom, they have three organizations there. Yeah. I mean, I remember growing up playing travel hockey. We played against, you know, DJHA, which were the penguins that still exists. And then we played against the Dallas ice Hawks. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're still around, but right. I, I remember them. And then we played against the stars. The yep. stars was always the best team. And then there were, there was a team in Houston, which is where yep. Stuggy's from. Yeah. Now the they junior arrows. I think they were the junior arrows at yeah, the time. And then, too. and then they have now I, they had my, my midget year, um, which is 16 to 18. Mm-hmm. 
still. Yeah. Um, there were th- yeah. there were three there were three organizations in Houston at that time. Mm-hmm. There was the Arrows, the Wild, and the Hitman. Mm-hmm. And that was I mean that I mean just a span of I mean eight years. Yeah. Boom! Look at right there. I mean, yeah. and then you not only that, but then you had you know the Dallas Ice Jets stuff like that. I mean people like that. And then we gained a junior team that was run by, again, an ex-Oiler mm-hmm. uh, goalie. And then before that, we had the Junior Blues, which was another independent team, which... I still I still kind of miss those games, man. Junior Blues, like, just, it was kind of like... The Junior I, Blues. I well, know, we were like, garbage. Oh, but it was so much fun to watch. It was so... I mean, but just talk about, talk about, like, it, it fit what people wanted to see, though. Because it was, good, like, there were good hockey players out there, but it was just... I felt like it was cutthroat and very... I don't know. I feel like if you if people watch that type of hockey now, they'd be like, "Call the police!" It's like, no, this is just how it was played. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, the game the game has evolved so much. I mean, my yeah. dad and I were talking about it the other day. You know, uh, me as a defenseman, you know, you were always taught, you know, or you're 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 skating down on me. I would stick my stick between your legs, mm-hmm. and I would drive you where I wanted to go. If I couldn't get my stick between your legs, you would have basically full reign of of how wherever you wanted to move me as a defenseman, mm. I was at your mercy. So my the goal was is to put my stick in there because then I could control whichever way I wanted you to go. Yeah, I mean not necessarily you know just stick my stick in your legs and then twist it. You know then would be a tripping. Yeah, yeah I got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Well, but I mean, so 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 <laughs> yeah. so the other thing was is at a certain point there was a uh, a change in uh, the standard of play. I think it was called. But so like when Mark and I were growing up. You could hit a guy. So let's say I have the puck and I'm passing it to Mark. Two line pass? So no, not the two <laughs> line pass. But 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 after I pass the puck, I could be hit by a guy until you receive the puck. Yeah. Until you yeah. got the puck, I was open. So if that's a long pass, that's a lot of time for me to like still be hit. Now I mean that there there's just no. It's like guys turn all the time. Nobody finishes their hits. Even ones that I really feel like they can, they're just not. They're not as physical this day. And I, I, I don't know if that's just because they're not being coached that way because the game's changed so much and you just kind of want speed and whatever. But I just I thought it was a lot. You had to be more on your toes. Like, you see these kids skating around with their head down all the time. Yeah, now. head up. And it's one You'll of those where, like, I would have gotten killed. Yeah, you just get smoked. Oh, Yard sailed yeah. is what we oh, call oh, it. Oh, God. It's just, <laughs> just one of, but, you see, you see, but you see kids do it these days, and they get away with it. And it's like, why is there not – like, it drives me crazy as a coach. Because, like, I'm not a violent coach by any means, but it's one of those where it's like, that guy should not be able to skate through with his head down. You know what I mean? It's just one of those. Yeah. We were tied. If that guy does that once, he's going to do it again. Just wait for him. Yeah. Ah. Oh, it's just oh, oh yeah, just earth-shattering. Earth, earth but, uh, no, um, the game's changed a lot. The other thing that's kind of happening is, like, you can't – we used to be able to hook. You just couldn't hold the hook. But you could hook and then let go, and then hook and let go, and hook and let go. Yeah. Now, just if, a, now, just a, little just a little pull. Now you can't do a little pull at all. If you, if, yeah. you, if you make any sort of your stick can't get what do they call it perpendicular or yeah. horizontal to the ice uh, above a certain a certain yeah. spot. But but really, like if you just barely touch, uh, you know, your blade to somebody's glove or any, it's just it's an automatic penalty. So I understand they want to open up the game. They want it to be more offensive and pretty, but. There's just a certain part of it that's like, man, this is only suited towards, like, one type of player. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what happened? Because, you know, you, now you don't really – and I'll say this even as far as, you know, Jamie Benn. I don't know if you watch a lot of the stars. Like, the game doesn't suit him the way that it used to. I'm a Blackhawks I mean? fan. Well, power forward. I'll say – Yeah. Interpower I've always liked here. those types of players, though. Yeah, I have too. But it's just now they're getting burnt by kids that are 20 years old. You know what I mean? And they just can't – you know, they can't – they don't have that same toolbox that they used to. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, I mean, it, there's there's a point to where I mean, you you, you got to evolve, you got to expand your game because yeah. you know the the days of the the fighter are gone. Yeah. You you can't you can't waste that roster spot on yeah. a guy yeah. that's just gonna go out there. Yep. Well, maybe a minute a game. Yeah, but that's I mean, sixty minutes. You're gonna guys. You're gonna waste you know eight hundred thousand dollars on a guy on the on your yeah. roster that's gonna play yeah. one minute of sixty. Yep. I mean, I like so that. you got to be versatile. Yeah. I like oh. that. Like, what do you mean? I like that. The fighter. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, yeah, most, most people do. That's southern. Yeah, there that's you southern go. Hockey. That's like, yeah. Well, where's the fight? Well, I mean, and that is that is a, a style. There there are styles. You know, again we can kind of talk about the evolution of the game, whereas how we grew up and then where it, where it is now. Yep. Because I remember growing up, there was three junior A organizations. Mm-hmm. And there were really only three junior B organizations that were that were really competitive. There's too much junior hockey now. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was going to ask you because you're oh still involved in this. Yeah. I mean, I – at one point, I think Tulsa had two youth youth organizations, uh, one for profit, one non profit. Yeah. Um, well, I kind of so well. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. And yeah. I don't I don't want to talk too much on that. But well, I'll go. I don't know anything about it, so yeah. I can't. Yeah. No, I, I I like to deal with facts, and I don't know anything about. That's why I asked if you knew anything. Yeah. But we don't have to get into Tulsa hockey. Oh no, I like saying I li- <laughs> I like that lane. I definitely do. I just got to be you know because um, it's one of those you still uh, you don't want to. Yeah. No, cut, I, cut I off get your you. nose despite your face. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? It's like, no, no. I, I hear. You. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things. But um, no, I. So the the issue with my issue with, and it's kind of the same e- even as like playing college now. Like college hockey is big down in, uh, you know, down in Texas, and some of those teams are really good. Don't get me wrong. Um, what but, colleges do you guys have down there? Uh, so um, we have uh, T- University of Texas. We have uh, Texas A and M. Uh, we have because we actually held at the Mansfield Rink. We had the uh, collegiate championship. Uh, we had uh, ETBU. We had um, God. Who were some of the other ones? Um, oh, uh, North Texas University. We had TCU. We had uh, Baylor. Yeah, Baylor had a team. Uh, so I don't know. I feel like it's all kind of. These uh, are all ACHA. ACHA, 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 which is American Collegiate Hockey Association. Which it is a non-school sponsored sport. It's right. kind of like what we could would consider up here our high school club sport. Right. Yeah. It's de- it's definitely a club sport. And you know the my issue is like a lot of people are kind of about like these bios. You know, so they're like, well, Adam, like, did you play college hockey? It's like, no. Like, we, there weren't as many opportunities to go play this. That's like, would you play juniors? Like, no, I didn't go do that either because there weren't. You know. Yeah, because I, I mean, I've always considered myself to be a good hockey player. But, you know, when we were growing up, like there were some really, really, really good hockey players. You know what I mean? And I was never on that like top line ever. Like I was always good, but not, you know, near kind of, you know, where some of those those top guys were at. But it's one of those where now you got some kid and no offense if guys want to continue to play junior hockey, or whatever. But you got a kid that is just like, shut this down. Stop. You know what I mean? Like this is not. You're yeah, just at a certain point. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I was in that boat. Yeah. I mean, I played junior hockey. Until I was twenty one, but you had to be a certain, but you had to be a certain skill set to play junior hockey back then. Now you don't. Oh, really? No, you just oh. have to sign up and pay your money. Oh, that's crazy. Just sign up and pay your money. You still had to be good back when we were growing up, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you still we, had to be a good hockey player. We had a lot of good. We had a lot of good players. I mean, and that's the funny thing about Oklahoma is, is that people don't realize is that we have a lot of good, players. Lot of good players. People don't realize that we have a three time NCAA Division One national champ. From Oklahoma, <laughs> yeah. from Tulsa, Oklahoma, yeah. in the awesomest way. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, 
and this she played for the University of Minnesota, the women's team. Yeah. And she's amazing. Yeah, really, really good. She's hey, really good. But, but you know what? She grew up playing with all the boys. She played with all the boys. The whole time. Uh, Brooke is amazing. And, and, and I, I mean, and I don't know this for sure, but I felt like she played with the guys all the way almost until, like, I don't know. Oh, she came back and played men's league with us. She oh, played yeah, in the yeah, elite yeah, game. Yeah. She would just, uh, and, and, yeah. and that was whenever I was playing goalie, too. And oh, then remember, she'd just yeah. come in and just dink yeah. right off the bar. I can right play, in. I'd be like, oh, I don't even Baker, know why I'm trying. Baker, for some reason, I completely forgot that you played goalie. Bro, you, uh, you okay. got, no, you right. got, a, no, you got good, though. You got yes, good. and I won us back to back B championships. We did win back to back to B championships. So did we win? In those? a shootout. Did we win those because Fishbones wasn't around? How did we win no, those? No, that's because we played in the B division. <laughs> but how, no, but who who played in the A division then? There was only four teams at the time. Huh. And we I feel like Fishbones We was just the didn't only, play. I feel like Fish I feel like Fishbones is the only team that could beat us. I feel like we beat everybody else. Uh there were a couple the Devils, Eric's team was pretty yeah. good. They yeah. were they would always give us a good run for our money. Yeah. Um but then again that was a that was a union alumni team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. so we a lot of us were out of shape. And plus <laughs> I was playing goalie. Yeah. <laughs> what well, is your what is your original position? I played defense. Um he was, I, he was I, always tall and kind of strong and I would I would play forward a little bit um on the power play every now and then just stand in front of the net. Yeah. Getting for, getting away of the goalie. No, Mark, Mark is a good player. I remember the days when he when he played out. Now he just played goalie all the time now. Yeah, I don't really play anymore. You don't play at all? No, I'd like to. Yeah. I just got a kid. Well, I think I'm always working, so. I saw, I, I don't know, this was just on social media or whatever, but I did see that Stucky stepped back on the ice. I yeah, I, 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 um, I went, had lunch with him for his birthday. Yeah. And uh, he was talking about them coming back out, doing elite skate. Oh, uh, is that what it was? Yeah. Um, is it still I just, I, I just, I don't like. Spending that type of money for that type of product. Oh yeah, no, that's yeah. To each their own. I haven't, I haven't been on that ice in over six years. So yeah, me, you know. and that rink's been there for a while too. I sneak in there every once in a while whenever I, uh, uh, whenever I get back into. Well, town. That's hard. Yeah. Not it's a just, lot of people in there. You can't sneak in. Well, there was uh, there wasn't a lot of people. No, but it's one of those things like you always kind of want to see it doing well. Um, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I heard that we were going to get another rink, but uh, yeah, I heard that too. I yeah. don't, I don't. I think that rumor's been floating around for a couple of years. Yeah, I wish yeah. we did. I really wish we. I wish hockey was uh, available to more kids yeah. around it, uh, in the, in the town. Well, it gets it gets tough when you have other people, and actually, another. You know, you say there's only one organization in Tulsa, but there's actually two. It just so happens that one of them can't get ice time, and you know. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, I mean. You know, and, you, and this is, just, you know, I've just, I've heard that they, they'll black out the schedule. You know what I mean? They'll buy ice time just to make sure that nobody else can get to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's unfortunate. I mean, especially when you're talking about the youth and, you know, uh, trying to get these kids involved in some type of athletics. Oh. But and the, then, and then not only that, but then you're, you're, you're de- well, deplenishing or well, depleting, so, so, depleting, so, so, depleting so, sorry. So here, here, you know, diminishing. This, this would be my argument. And I know that you're not going to argue this point, but you can if you want to. Um, but the rink's job is just to sell ice. That's all it's there. For. Yeah, they don't care who who it's going to. It's it's just, it's just to sell ice. But at the at the end of the day, you don't that that rink is not there to be a filter for who can buy ice and who can't. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't because I don't believe the not, rink. That's not good for their bottom dollar. I don't believe a rink should have any type of hand or say in the youth organization. Right. I feel yes. like that should be its own entity. Yes. Whereas the youth organization can be the rink. Yes. Yeah. But the, not. Yes. Yeah. No. It uh, it's not all. It, it can't. And, it can't all be one. And thing. that's the whole thing, you know. Or you were saying, you know, you'd play church ball or you know YMCA and stuff like that. And a lot of those coaches, they don't get paid. 
No. They're just there to teach the kids teamwork and, you know, character building and stuff like that. Whereas, you know, here I think some coaches get paid. I don't know. Again, I don't want to I don't want to speak on something that I don't know, but yep. um these when we were growing up, your dad didn't get paid. No, nope, he didn't get paid. Your dad volunteered. Yep. He volunteered his time to teach a game to a bunch of kids that wanted to learn that game. Yeah. And where you start to put a dollar amount on that at such a young age. Yep. I feel like that well, ruins the reputation of the sport, not only the sport, but the community of that. Well, yeah. And then, like, why is that guy, you know, why is that guy actually there? You know what I mean? Because it's one of those things to where when I was in Vermont, you know, I volunteered. What was it? I volunteered the first year. Okay, yeah, I volunteered the first year. Um, but then even after that first year, I still always um, volunteered for the learn to play hockey. So that was, you know, just the little kids that are just getting out there. But then I was also, I was being paid to coach on the high school, you know, uh, girls hockey team. So it's one of those to where, like, you know, I was getting paid to coach, but then I also offset that by being like, you know, hey, I'm not just trying to get paid because it'll never be that for me. I do like, you know, being paid for my time every once in a while. And when you get into high school and stuff like that, I, I do think that, you know, that, that kind of changes things a little bit. But, um, yeah, you know, it, at that point, you're it's at more about why you're some there. sort of a higher level. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, High school baseball coaches get paid. Right. I mean, yeah. high school football coaches get paid. But, again, I think they probably are also some uh, some type of teacher. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the thing in Vermont, though, is, you know, every, they say is the crow flies. There are places as the crows or the crow flies that are close to one another. But every trip that we had to take in Vermont was over an hour. You know what I mean? Wow. Um, so it was just one of those to where if you really take into the account, like, the travel and the time spent and everything, like, yeah, you know. Um, Those are old colonial roads there, too. They're very windy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like, you know, down here. We're like, where's the closest highway? Like, it's not. like Literally, we're on a grid here. Up there, they are not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, we kind of have those late nights. And these are kind of some of my favorite memories, but just like late nights coming home from the games or whatever, and it's really kind of snowing, you know, pretty heavily, and you're kind of sketched out, but it's really pretty, and, you know, we just had a big win or whatever. It's just, I don't know, there was something kind of cool with just it being completely dark, and I don't know. I don't know. Do you ever miss those old trips, the hockey trips? I mean, yeah. I don't necessarily remember the game so much, but just yeah. the, the bus rides. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. just yeah, doing stupid stuff, you know, Debo's dad smacking him in the middle of a in a – gas station he, des- he deserved it yeah, probably <laughs> uh, but hey, yeah do you, hey do you still talk to him yes i did yeah, yeah. yeah. i thought so talk to him all the time yeah no he's he's hilarious he's funny yeah i mean and i've known him uh, since we were six yeah i mean i remember when he got his toe chopped off in the yeah, locker room yeah who was that uh, chad kakaro stepped on his foot yeah oh, <laughs> yeah that's kids right there that's why you don't mess around and pl- horse around no. in the locker room no hey and my my kids do that we had a really close situation you tell them the story this is gonna sound no well this is gonna sound like a bad story i almost had my own we uh i was getting the eight-year-olds together and we were all kind of stretching anyway we're stretching we're all kind of you know laid out kind of you know we're sitting on our butts but you know we're kind of doing our stretch this way and uh you know, there's a, there's a kid that gets up and he's not even paying attention and he steps down. I swear to God, not but half an inch away from this kid's finger as this kid's stretching. And it was just one of those where like everybody saw it. It was just in super slow motion. Like, it was just one of those to where it's like, I've seen this before. I can't see it again. But yes, yes. Uh, I know that uh, Devo's in a, a, a bad way there. But His toes were attached. Yeah. Uh, he's he's he, attached he, back on. He seems to be uh, doing okay now. But uh, yeah. so, um, I do typically don't get political, but I mean, we are in a 
new normal, as new they normal. say. Yes, the as new they say, normal. How is that affecting business down there? How are you guys? How uh, are you guys doing? You know, to be honest with you, not really much at all. If you would, if I didn't know that there was something going on, I don't think that I would think twice about it. You know, I feel like for the most part, and I kind of. When we first opened up, we only opened up for uh, figure skating lessons and hockey lessons because we know that we could keep that within a certain uh, number. So when we opened back up, I reached out to, because I give private lessons down there, and so like I had a list of maybe, I don't know, 10 or 15 families, and I just said, hey, you know, rink's opening up. You know, if you feel comfortable, I'm offering lessons, yada, yada, yada. I want to say out of those 15, I want to say, you know, 85% of them were like, yeah, we're back. We're ready to go. You know, right. so Everybody's I was mean, tired of being inside. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we're running a, uh, what do you call it? Spring league, summer league, like a little three on three thing. And there's, there's plenty of kids. All the families are back. It's, it's just one of those to where you guys got camps just rolling. Yeah. I mean, every summer. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. We just had Mansfield high school camp. We had, um, during that camp, we had 40 something skaters for that out on the ice at the same time. Yeah. These, are, these are all high school kids. So, um, you know, and I'm not going to say anything necessarily about, you know, Texas or whatever, but we have been getting kind of dogged on for like, you know, not doing so well as far as the, you know, cases and this and that. But, you know, I'm looking around. And I just don't, I don't see it yet. So sometimes it's just not, it's not in my world every day unless I'm on, you yeah, know, well, unless I'm watching TV or like, it's just, and that's just being ignorant, whatever. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not there. No, I, and I'm not saying that. It's just, it's, it's easy for me just to go to work because it's not something I necessarily, I want to focus on trying not to spread it and do the right things. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to sit around and think about it all day, you know? So I don't see it. I don't necessarily think about it. I take the precautions that I need to in order to keep my safe and other people safe. Well, like, you're I also, am not thinking about it. You're also, you're around food. So I'm sure you have your food handlers permit or something. I'm not around any food. Oh, you're not? Mm -mm. No concession? Uh, there's a concession, but it's privately run. Oh, okay. So, well, then uh, never mind that. Yeah, oh, scratch in. that. Yeah, don't ever, don't ever step in there. But no, we, we, we still have to wear a mask inside. So we do that. I don't know. Sanitize. Yeah, I mean. We got a backpack sprayer. Sanitize the whole rink every night. Well, that's nice. Yeah. I've never heard of that before. Well, you know, just a little, you know, it's kind of cool. Works it's better out. than just mopping the floor. Yeah, no, we, uh, we, we do it all. We, we're trying to, trying to keep everybody safe. But, no, I... You know, I always have to preface anything I say about COVID by, I am not, you know, underestimating the power of the COVID. You know, it's none of that. I know it's a real thing. I know that it's causing a lot of whatever. But, no, I personally, from a day-to-day, -day, I, I don't see it. Yeah, I don't like to dive into things that I don't have enough information on. And it's one of those <laughs> where, like, I love getting everybody's opinion. It's like, well, I don't know shit, but, you know. Yeah. I like to talk to people, yeah, hence yeah, yeah. the podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I, I do, too. That is true. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you, you just want to move that closer. Thanks, bro. There we go. Yeah. Sorry about that. No, you're all good. It's all right. Um, so hockey's coming back. Oreo. Hockey's coming back. NHL. Did you know hockey's coming back? I did. Okay. I did. I, I still, like... No, you're aware. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't sit and watch it, watch it, but, right. I, but I do, you know, keep up with all the major sports that go on and... Now there's esports and mm -hmm. no, I don't do that. Different, different things too. I mean, it's just they're 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 searching for content, right? So I it was be better than marble racing or whatever we had. <laughs> no, <laughs> dude, you guys. So Are you, you guys, fan? no, a no. So sports died down. Mm -hmm. I had, there's a sales manager uh, at the dealership. His name's Shane, and he got me on this uh, Auss Aussie rules football. Yeah, uh, intense. But is this currently going on? Yes, in Australia, it's amazing. It's like a cross between uh, football, soccer, and hockey. Really? Yes. Okay. It's awesome. It's kind of they get they get real mad at you if you say that it's like rugby. 
I was about to ask. I was like, well, so no, that crossed my mind. It's yeah, I was, yeah. similar. I was wait for you to explain it's, it. It's but. got it, it's similar. Okay, so in rugby, you throw the ball either laterally or behind you to advance it forward. Mm-hmm. Okay, this you can go anywhere. Right, right. You but you don't throw it. You kind of like underhand uh, volleyball underhand serve it. Mm-hmm. Like you punch it. You punch it out. Right. Or in like in football, we throw the ball to pass it. In Aussie rules, you kick it. Okay. And it and it's a uh, it's it's like a it's like a f- rugby ball. Uh, I think it's called a Sharon so you or whatever. You're good at a bunch of different things. Oh yeah, you and so you can kicker, run. You could have a good throw. So you can. You well, you, uh, it's underhand. So sure. it's un- it's underhand. Yeah. You're not necessarily throwing it. No. So but can you still throw it laterally or behind you or no? You can go whichever way you want, but you have to punch it. You oh yeah. Oh okay. Punch okay. It. okay. 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 So, um, you can run. But for every 15 meters, the ball has to hit the ground. It's, about, 50, it's, about, it's about 15 yards. Yeah. Um, a lot going on. Yeah, so you have you have uh, a field goal post in the middle, and then you have two on the outside of that. The one in the middle is six uh, is six points. It's yeah. called a behind or uh, a goal, and then the two on the outside are called behinds. Okay. And those they're one point. Right. Um, you can tackle anybody. As long as it's within the shoulders and the waist. Okay. You can jump off of somebody else's back and catch the ball. I like that. Um, and so if you kick it, so I'll, I'll kick it to you and you catch it, they blow the whistle. You have ten, that, that right there is called a mark. Wherever you catch that, it's called a mark. You can't, you can either immediately start running or you can stop, back up, and kick it again. Mm-hmm. And they, they can't hit you. But if you immediately start running, they can hit you. Okay. It's a massive field, and these people go crazy. Well, I mean, I feel like that's something you could start here. You could be the commissioner. You could make your own team, get other people. Tulsa has a team. They have a team? Yeah, Tulsa Buffaloes. You can see that uh, Baker's already done the uh, research. (laughs) If you could see the passion. Passion. Yeah, dude, it's it's fun. I mean, they play. It's on FS, FS1. Mm -hmm. It's FS1, FS2, like super late at night because they play live. Uh, so who's, your, who's your favorite team? Do you have a favorite player? Uh, like Collingwood. Collingwood. Is Collingwood. That, is that a yeah, team? Collingwood Magpies. Magpies. Right. Yeah, I think it's like a seems raven. about right. For that's Australian, you said. Yeah. Yep, that seems about right. Um, they have like, I think like twelve teams in the league. Well, who's the guy? Who's the best guy? Uh, who this sells, guy's who name sells is, the jerseys. Their uh, Tom Brady is his uh, guy called Dusty Martin. Dusty Martin. Yeah, he plays on Richmond. He's oh. like he's like Sick. their goat. He's like he's like their Tom Brady, but <laughs> Collingwood Collingwood's got this uh, ex OSU basketball player named Mason Cox that plays on the team. Basketball. He's super tall. He's like six seven. He's got to have a certain role that he plays that really well. Uh, just the giant, right? Catches the ball down low, right? That makes sense, dude. It's intense, man. No, I, I'm I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, well, you just DVR it. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like on at like it's four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but so you're like, watching it real time. Yeah. Uh, sometimes okay. I'll, I'll be shooting you texts like, yeah. did you see that score? Do you call it a score or a squib? What do you yeah. call it? Like, no, it's hey, a score. It's a score. The match. Sick score. Uh, yeah, the it's the, intense. The magpies go magpies. Yeah, it's really intense. But I say that because hockey's coming back, right? Hockey's and that's probably going to be the first major sport. Yeah, uh, I'll argue with people at work. They were like, "Oh, it's not a major sport in the U.S." I'm like, "Tell them to get mm. out." Tell them to get out. Yeah, I mean, like, I get it. Just because it's not on ESPN does not mean that. Uh, well, uh, ESPN shot themselves in the foot with that one. Yeah, but agreed. They're coming back. Twenty-four teams. Yes. So we're losing eight. Uh, yeah. So that'll be the qualifier round. Qualifier well, round that yes, starts August first. Yeah. Um, I always forget the, the, the round robin tournament is different than the qualifier and the round robin is just for the top four in each conference. And then they play each other to figure out one, two, three, and four. 
Um, it's a lot of rules. It's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on that's a little different and a little, little janky, but they're going to But I feel like work. this is probably going to kind of, uh, I mean, uh, you know, the television viewership always picks up during the playoffs. Oh, no, it's uh, people watch it, and it's all day. Yeah, it's going to be it's all day. It's all day. It's like 12, I mean, uh, I forgot if this is Eastern or whatever, but it's uh, 12, 4, and 8. So you have three games a day. Three games? I thought we were going to have four games. Two in Toronto and then two in Edmonton, right? I don't know. You might be right. Who knows? They're a couple hours behind. I just thought there were three. For some reason, I thought there were three times during the day. Who knows? So are you are you contractually obligated to like the Stars? Is that your team? Uh, so uh, to be honest with you, it wasn't when I first got down there. I was actually pretty uh, judgmental of them. I kind of didn't like whatever. And then I, I just very slowly, I am now, I can say, I, I think to be honest with you, after that playoff run last year and going to the games, it was just like, okay, I'm a fan now. Because it was I'd never been in a situation like that. So it was really you know kind of cool. And then... Went to the Winter Classic. So it's like I've been involved with it enough to where it's like, okay, this is my team. Uh, I'm still a big Avs fan, though. Yeah. So I still still really like the Avs. I still think they have a good chance. And I don't like when they – I don't like when the Stars and Avs play each other because I'm a little bit, you know – Let's uh, see, Avalanche, by the way. Kind of in between. I, I know. Okay. Yeah. I know. Yeah. We're just get, get, getting you I'm up. just trying to help you. Getting, oh, you're Googling? No, no, no. State. I was keeping up. That's me keeping up. Oh, uh, gotcha. There you go. gotcha. 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 I thought maybe you might be Googling, too. Uh, I knew. Yeah. But oh, no, gotcha. This, yeah. But the Stars, yeah. Um, I, I Who's really your favorite team, Oreo? All of them. Uh, all there you go. All of them. Even okay. Ottawa. I don't think anybody likes Ottawa. Mm. No, Maybe Simmer. Uh, no, he. You know, he said he. Uh, they I, weren't. They weren't around when he was growing up. I don't think. I was about to ask about. I was uh, about to ask about him. Is he before y'all? Simmer was around. Yeah. Sim- no. So, yeah. Simmer, Simmer was around. Um, no. He, no. No. He, like with like him, him actually playing. Yeah. Like. He, no. Simmer was around. Yeah. He played. Okay. Yeah. He played. For he the played. Oilers I think he got hurt. I was, yeah. I mean, so I can remember watching him, but I want to say I was like. 11 or 12, maybe a little bit older. Yeah, so he was before y'all. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's oh, yeah, I'm yeah, getting, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, getting yeah. at. Oh, yeah, got you, yeah. got you. Yeah. But when he came and played for the Oilers, yeah, he, I was probably, yeah, 11 or 12, something like that. Okay. But yeah, yeah, I was a little bit older. And he, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I never know where he stands on hockey. I know he, every time I run into him, he's like, oh, I hate hockey now. It's <laughs> terrible. But then you see it's like his kids skating and all this <laughs> other stuff. I'm like, all right, pick a side. You know what I mean? And then he'll, well, he'll comment on it. It's like, okay, you're going to hate sounds it. Sounds like him. Yeah, right. around, like, yeah, it's very flip-floppy. Yeah, flip-flop, flip-floppy. Uh, uh, I think he's a Montreal fan. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just know last time I talked to him, he's like, no, Otto, the Senators weren't, weren't around when I was growing up. So, I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to speak for him, but I feel like he's not a Senators fan. No. Uh, he, one of his buddies used to play there. Todd White. I don't know Todd White. Long, long time ago. Mm. Back in, like, the early 2000s. Well, Back when it was on versus. Hey, but do you remember how good like Simmer like used to be, bro? I think if you just give him like two months, he could probably like, get back there. Like he and he always played with such a short stick. Oh yeah, it's such like a side, tiny stick. Yeah, just like a whatever. But like he's just it was really good scare. But it's almost just like I don't know if he was just it was two in his head or what. But I just always remember him being really, really like really good. Yeah. And then, like, but he just, like, didn't enjoy it. Or didn't there were a lot of good players in yeah. Oklahoma. There was a lot of good – I mean, yeah. even, like, the older kids uh, – the older kids than me, like, uh, the first thing that I had opening up to junior hockey was Caleb Shanahan. Mm-hmm. And Caleb Shanahan won a national championship yeah. for junior B or the Ventura, whatever they were, yeah, he, in the Western states at the time. Yeah, funny story. He actually ended up in Aspen when my dad was living there. So they, oh, really? Yeah, so they, like, I guess, you know, would kind of um, – I think they both played in the men's league at that time in the, the high group. 
There's a lot of Tulsa boys out in yeah, yeah, Colorado. Yeah, well, yeah that, I think that's where, where I think where, lights where lights is out there. Go. Yeah, yeah, I think he's still in Denver. It's funny whenever my whenever my dad does go back to Colorado though, because my uh, what do you call them? my uh, step siblings or whatever, they still live in Colorado. So whenever my dad and his wife go to Colorado, they always make sure to drop by. And then uh, Pimmer's there too. Pim. Yeah. So which it's which Pimmer? Derek. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Derek. Is Denison, Vancouver. I think yeah. I think he's still in, he's in Canada. I think the uh, last thing last thing I heard. But yeah. So like they'll go and and have breakfast or whatever, but they see them every time they go out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, you might not remember him, but I think Matt Bosquez is out there. No, I remember Matt. Uh, yeah. No, he was. So he there was a point where Matt, Derek, Jake Roadhouse is out there too. Well, that's funny you say that. So, uh, Jake, Derek, Lighty, and yeah, there's one other person that we were just talking about that I just uh, Matt. Matt. Uh, they all played on a men's league team. I want to say only for like a season, but they did play together up there in some men's league. Oh, team. wow. Yeah. They said Matt's still really good. And Matt, oh, the, wow. funny, the funny part was Matt played, I want to say lacrosse, but he, but he, but he played on my travel team when I was like a peewee or something like that. And he was already a grown man when we were like 13 years old. Yeah. He was a big, he was a big like, boy. Like, I, he, had I, the, I, he had probably one of the best wraparounds. I mean, Tim and Tommy Coolman. Yeah. I don't he, know if you remember him. No, he was the captain of my high school hockey team when I was a sophomore. Tommy, yeah, Tommy. Yeah, no, uh, big, big, strong player. But yeah, Matt. Matt was just always kind of like a man amongst boys. Like I just felt like when I met him at thirteen, he already had a beard and just he was so much bigger than everybody else. He was a big boy. He was just like powerful and just he's one. Of, he's one of those kids that could just skate it in and, in and then just go score. Yeah, <laughs> it's like well, yeah. like that yeah. just happened and then it kind of happened again. But I was playing goalie at the time, so every time he got it, I'm like, this puck's going. I completely forgot you played pu- goalie. This puck's going as far that way as possible. Yeah, because when I played travel, it was mostly goalie. I didn't play out. Yeah, yeah. But I always talk about this. I was always the second best goalie. Tristan was always better than me. Tristan was pretty good. Riggy was better than me when he started to play. Mm-hmm. So I was. I just always felt like I was the always the second best goalie. I still felt like I was okay, but. You know, there were a lot of good goalies. We had a lot of good goalies in uh, 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 in Oklahoma. Bar- uh, Trevor Barrios was around for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. What was Van? Oh, his last name was Van something. Uh, oh, uh, Josh Vanderhey. Vanderhey. He was yep. good. Um, yeah, there was a Cooper. Cooper. A little bit younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Cooper was sick. Uh, Josh Vanderhey was a very good baseball player as well. Oh, was he? Yeah, I think he played. He's Jinx. Jinx boy. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, jo- I mean, we had Ian Wilson. Ian Wilson was good too. Yep. Matt Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, Broken Arrow didn't have anybody good. Matt Smith was really good for Union. He's one of those. Yeah, he was. He's one of those like weird guy or weird, not weird in a bad way, but just kind of weird or whatever. But just such a good goalie. Well, goalies are weird, but he is like definitely a goalie. Goalies are super weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of good players. I mean, that's what I tell people all the time. I'm like, yeah. you know. Growing up, whenever I was, because we always looked up, you know, I mean, always the younger guys. You were a year behind me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we, I only think we crossed over for a year. Yeah. Um, but there were a lot of good players. I mean, I remember looking up to uh, the Malachi's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Spencer uh, Sol- or, uh, Sutherland. S- Sutherland. Yeah. Spencer Sutherland. Yeah. Uh, wait, what was his brother? There was uh, two of them. Uh, is it Nick? Drew. Or Drew. Drew Sutherland. Who was not as good. <laughs> he was lower. He was yeah, below me. But he, yeah, he um, wasn't as good as Spencer was. No, Spencer was good. Yeah. Um, but that 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 whole Jinx team was so good. Yeah, you had so you good. had the Malachi brothers. You Calhoun's. had um, Eric Nelson. You had Bl- Travis Calhoun, Luke Calhoun, yeah. uh, Chaz Hardy oh, yeah, was yeah, a good yeah, defenseman. Yeah. Like you could, like that that high school team was like a, any travel team. Oh, that 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 high school team itself could have been a travel team. Yeah. 
uh, Mike Anderson, mm-hmm. uh, not the most skilled player, but a very hard worker, very big grinder. Yeah. They had um, Fowler for a while and go out. I don't know if you remember Fowler. Uh, was it Daniel Fowler? That, he was a little bit older. Yeah, than Cole Hooth. Cole Hooth yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, was good. real good. Yeah, um, but, I mean, even even we had – I mean, even on Union, we we still we had Brad Baldwin. Uh, I can't remember that. Brad Baldwin was on my team. I was a freshman. Brad Baldwin was an eight-year high school kid. he got kicked out? <laughs> He was like, he got kicked out, and then Wade Denny had to play goalie for us. Do you remember that? I was not allowed to play that year. It was No, it would have been your uh, sophomore year. I was not allowed to play that year. You didn't play your sophomore no. year? No. Again, they wouldn't let me play because I was a junior player. Wow, that's stupid. Because, yeah, we uh, we had so many kids on that team that we didn't have a JV team. We were the only team that didn't have a JV team. So mm-hmm. here I am. I'm like 15 years old, and I'm like, huh. Going to get up against like twenty year old Brad, I'm like this is. Good. But you got to remember, you you also lost Kyle Mann that year too. Yeah, he moved. Kyle right? Mann, Kyle Mann, and JP they went to Dallas and played for yeah. the yeah. Penguins. Yeah, at that time. Yeah, and JP's good, but I'm Kyle was very good. Kyle was good. Kyle was uh, my defensive partner growing up yeah. the entire time. He was probably again one of the smartest guys. Well, he's a doctor, isn't he? Oh, yeah, he is a doctor. <laughs> so, like, smartest guy is like, yeah, he's pretty no, smart. I'm talking like oh, uh, yeah, knowledge-wise, like yeah, on, yeah. on the ice. Yeah. He was very smart, just Smooth. never really cared to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then there was this, there's a point to where you just get burnt out. Like once you become yeah. into that juniors and you go into that college level, it becomes a job. Yeah. Well, It I, really does become a job, and people get, just get burnt out. Yeah. I mean, I, I, didn't play, um, I didn't play travel my senior year. I was just like, no. Oh. Like, you know what I mean? You, you kind of start getting high school friends, and you're. it's like, well, I didn't really get to do this. I've just been going. You got a car. You can yeah, just do yeah, whatever you want. Yeah, and it's like, oh, like, no, I don't know. Like, I can kind of whatever. But I, I don't think I regret that. That's not I – don't, I don't regret that. I, lo- I loved high school hockey. It was so much fun. Oh, yeah. It was so easy. Well, and the <laughs> thing was, the thing was, too, it's like having people actually show up for your games was not – I mean, your travel games was all your parents or whatever, but it's yeah. like the high school games were like, oh, these are all my buddies. Like, yeah. n- none of this is school-sponsored, so, like, everybody's wild. Like, yeah. Well, it's, it also sucked that my dad was the commissioner of the league, so I really <laughs> couldn't get away with anything. Well, yeah, that's probably true. But, um, uh, but yeah, those old, like, um, even before us, those Union and Jinx games. Those oh, were yeah, nuts. they were fun. I remember my yeah. freshman year, um, it was uh, me, Casey Carr, Forrest. Um, we were the only freshmen on the varsity team. Yeah. And Booger Eldridge was – a uh, big old football player oh, yeah. played on Union, yeah. um, and he wasn't allowed to play hockey until the football season was over. So I wore his jersey mm-hmm. opening night. Opening night was Union Jinx. So I'm wearing this big 6'5", probably 280-pound man's jersey yeah. that's custom-made for him pretty much. Right. And there, and then all the Jinx fans are like, Booger, you lost some weight. <laughs> yeah. Summer's been good to you. Hey, the the, like, the, the, the the funny part was though right up against the glass but, because I can remember those games. It was before I was in high school or whatever. But Booger loved it. He like you know what I mean. He, oh yeah, he like, just oh, just pumped the crowd up. Oh well, but the thing was, he loved the fact that the other two, like, you know, Jinx or whatever. He he egged them, he trolled them. He was just oh, yeah. he because he would just it he, was rowdy. He got into a fight in one of the. Uh, what was it one of those uh, cops versus firefighter games? Oh, really? Yeah, it was. I mean, this was a while ago, but I guess not that long ago. I don't know. It was. Yeah, it was, it was kind of funny. Uh, so I think he just kind of went back to his old playbook. <laughs> like, he well, was a big I, boy. I know what the I know what the guys want. It, yeah. it, it wasn't a, a real real brawl or anything like that. But it was, I heard those games get out of hand every once in a while. They can. They can. 
I've always asked to play. They won't let me. Yeah, I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. But do you still have your goalie stuff? No, I got rid of it. I wish I did. I tell my wife all the time I want to play again. Yeah. I. It's not that I miss playing. I miss the training of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I miss the lead up to it. Like, I miss skating in the morning. I mean... I remember coming back in the summer and uh, me and Ian Wilson would train and Brett Calhoun, mm -hmm. who's also another very good player. Did he played D1? No, he played D3. Was it D3? Yeah, he played at uh, UMass Boston. UMass? He played at UMass Boston. Oh. Oh, uh, we were in the mind. same state. Scratch, scratch that. No, Brett also very good. Uh, in, in my opinion, the best Calhoun. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, easily. Nope. And I, I mean. Without a question. And I mean. I'm sure Travis doesn't listen to this, but I would say Luke would probably be the second. Well, but the thing was, at their peaks, Travis was the best. Yeah, I would say at their at their best. Yeah, I but mean, but but also he played nothing like Brett. No, you know what I mean. Brett was a defenseman. Completely, completely opposite. So it's kind of hard. Oranges and apples, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, they. Um, funny enough, though, I think that um, Rick and Sandy, uh, the Calhouns. Know, parents or whatever. I think they moved up to. They moved up to Boston yeah. to the Cape. Yeah. So my dad, funny enough, my dad and his wife, they went and hung out with them for a while when they were up and uh, they were just visiting because it's not that far of a drive from Vermont. Your dad's not retired. No, but it so, sounds so, like he's leaving, living well, the retired so, life. <laughs> here, here's the thing, though, and he he's kind of got it figured out. His rink is seasonal, so the ice is only in for. Six, seven months. What do they do with the rest of the time? Uh, so it's still a uh, community center. So they'll, they'll have like bingo or, you know, whatever. But Well, that's awkward. For the most part. Like I'm I'm still in that uh, frame of mind of like I want to have ice in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just like well, I, well, I want it. Roller hockey in. used to be pretty big around here. I think that's kind of what yeah. kicked off the whole. Yeah, it did. And I always I talk about it on a bunch of my podcasts, but I think that was a great tool for people to get better when there wasn't ice. You know, we... Only had, like, one or two sheets at the most for the longest time. Like, ice time is not easy, you know, to come around. I know that we were on the ice a whole lot, but I don't know. We had two rinks. We had two rinks at the time. We had the Tulsa Ice Center, yeah, yeah. which is now bought by Asbury. Mm -hmm. And then we had then we had Oilers Ice Center. Then when Brad's family built that, yeah. they acquired that land, they built that. It I was the best rink I ever. I love I love both rinks, but I, re I really missed I guess maybe the n the nostalgia of the Tulsa Ice Arena just uh, I don't know I have a lot of nostalgia or a lot of a soft. Place I remember the Tulsa Ice Arena. I used to carry out Crystal Nicholas's pads. Oh yeah, which is also another oh, yeah. female that went on to play uh, Division One for University of Minnesota. University yeah. of Minnesota. Then I think she went on to Providence. Yeah, well, whatever it was, she was good. She was very good. Same thing playing with the boys. Yeah, she was very good. You know what I mean? Like she mm -hmm. was probably was she Union. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Union had a lot of good people, man. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. We had a lot of good people that went, didn't really go anywhere. <laughs> well, uh, oh, yeah, Adam Fry, Adam Fry. Yeah. Like I said, Caleb Shanahan, Mike Wolf, Luke Fuente. Uh, hey, you know who I actually saw coaching? Um, I went on a little <coughs> travel. It was kind of like a travel tournament for mites, even though they don't really have travel hockey anymore. Um, but this was separate than our normal league or whatever. And he's getting back into hockey just through coaching. Uh, Jake Ellickson. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I ran into him at um, – when the Dallas Stars came up here, yeah, took so my son to his first game. Yeah, so he he coaches now. Oh yeah, yeah. Good so he's for him. Like back into it because he very was, good player. He was like, I mean, not to be whatever, but he was a very good player. Like he he was one one guy. But I don't know if you know this or not, but his dad um, owned like a, uh, or it might have been his stepdad. But anyway, um, owned like a, this this roller hockey rink, and it was super small. 
So, you know, Jake has just amazing hands. Just, uh-huh. I mean, unreal. He's a roller hockey converted to ice. Because, think about it. You're out there, and the rink's so small, you got to just... Because there, there were times we... I, I joined a roller... Like, I always felt like I was a little better skating out in roller hockey than I was in ice, but I always felt like that was for one reason or another. But I joined the... They, they put together this, like, travel roller hockey tournament. So, we would go and we would practice. And I'm like, it, it made so much sense to why all of those... It wasn't just him, but him and his friends from that area. I think it was Inola. Um, it was just one of those, yeah. where it, it was just one of those where it's like, oh, this is how they got this good at stick handling because this is like, uh, you know, the rink is like the size of this room and you yeah, got, it's you just know? very tiny. Yeah. So it was just kind or of, or you, would you play hockey? Would I? Yeah. <laughs> would I play hockey? Yeah. Uh, I'm just hanging out, man. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> we really appreciate you coming on today, Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, sorry. We've, we've been selfish. We've been well, I told, okay. I told him to begin with. We've I was like, selfish. I go, I go, this is my buddy. Uh, I grew up uh, playing hockey with him. You may not say a word. Yeah. No, it's, uh, and I have not. <laughs> it's okay. We like to get your feedback. No, it's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. No. It's Would I play? Yeah. Uh, if now, we, now? Yeah. Um, no, it, like if I, if I put some skates on you, would you go out there and play? I'd try. Would you? You see it yeah. all the time. You yeah. see it all the time. You got guys out there, and then they bring their buddy. And this well, you know Otto. Like Otto. You know Otto. Yeah. Otto play. Uh, Otto grew, grew up playing hockey. Really? Do you didn't know that? Did you? Did not know that. Yes. Wouldn't have guessed. In Philly. But I will say this, though. I do know as I get older, but you know, learning curve of different things and mm-hmm. picking up stuff. I, 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 a lot of technical things going on here with this. I just don't know if I. I'd, I'd probably get upset because I. But it's easier getting into something if you have, like, a good friend that, like, already knows all right. the whatever. And it's just, like, it makes that just so much easier. So, it's, right. like, you, you wouldn't even have to stress. You just have to go out there. Yeah. It, it, I, I feel like it's more stressful for people that try and get involved in it. And they're, like, I have no idea what's going on. Because I, I want to be great at things. And right, like yeah. Super, like. Yeah, you just get so frustrated. You wanna, yeah. You're a perfectionist. Yeah. yeah. Like so. that, I mean, um, we both know that. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get this <laughs> fucking lightning to go. <laughs> Uh, hey, there's nothing wrong with being perfect. We got yeah. no, we got side <laughs> projects that we try to do. Oh, and yeah, yeah. We yeah, we get yeah. into some after effects and yeah. stuff, and then it doesn't so, work out. But no, it looks yeah. fun. I've, I've I've went skating a couple of different times. What uh, about roller hockey? Did you guys ever play uh, roller hockey growing up? Yeah, in the neighborhood. I I actually like uh, roller skating, roller blading. I was really really good, really really good. Well, if you can do that, you can balance yeah. on skates. Super yeah. good. Yeah. Um, I don't think the two correlate, but no, that's me. Not a, it's just no. the, but you need no. the, the stance is the same. The only no. thing that's different is what's touching and what it's. Uh, yeah. You don't but need no. to think about that. <laughs> but uh, even now, like I, I, a couple of years ago, I'd play, you know, rec ball and stuff. I've, then my body was in was, you know, poor shape than it is now. But still, I do realize like. Well, you you're know, not a big guy. I no. mean, you're, you're fairly just naturally skinny, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's just more of a cardio thing for yeah. you, right? Yeah. But I do, but 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 there is parts of it, of hockey and other sports that do fascinate me, yeah, like good. the mechanics I of how it works, and I, I can see why it, well, why it would be you know. I was gonna say go to a game, but I'm like, oh yeah, I don't think that. Is I don't know if the I don't know if the ECHL is coming back. I, I mean, I I'm 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 not gonna lie. I've been a I've been a very big critic of the Oilers oh, in the yeah. past. Yeah. But I mean, my dad, of course, is an off-ice official. Mm-hmm. Who'd have thought? Is he still, or was he still doing that? <laughs> oh yeah. Really? Yeah, That's my dad did, well, like, cannot stay away he's from going the rink. Well, it has to be like what twenty? How, he's been doing that for a long time. He's been doing it for a while. So long. But um, my dad said that they're. It's very good. It's very good hockey. Do you need to answer that? 
No, we're good. Okay, good. I think it's good hockey. I just think that it's like um, <laughs> I felt like the Oilers were more successful back before because they were able to play that a way that people liken hockey down here. You know what I mean? And so much just like yeah. yeah, it's physical and they fight and it's loud. And well, it seems like Oklahoma City's got a junior team and that and that's going along pretty well. I yeah. will say this: I Maybe. do remember being a kid and like when the Oilers came. Now, if I remember correctly, the Blazers. They were Oklahoma City Blazers. No, 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 no. Oh, when go the ahead. Oilers, like when we got them, yeah, 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 it was like what early nineties. Well, we, they had been around here. They a came long back. Time ago. Yeah, they came, okay. back. they came back. That's when I though realized mm-hmm. we had a hockey team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was, yeah, it was banging. In I, fact, a lot of good uh, ex NHLers like you started off here in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what was cool about it though, it seemed then was that like you could go places and they would have like. Uh, you know, they were just really in tune, and I, I don't know now, but it seemed like then more in tune with the community. You could go places, and you could get, like, you know, you might get a pizza from somewhere, and you'd get cool glasses that said, like, was it 92 or 93, somewhere in there they won a champion? I think, it was I think so. 93, 94. Yeah. And I remember because we had the cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. I thought it was super cool, and you'd see them on, on TV and different stuff, and yeah. now... Well, you know, the just, other, the just other, doesn't seem the same, the but other, I don't know. The other cool part about that, though, is they used to go to the same place. I can't remember what the club name was. But Baxter's. After, after the game, they would go to the same place. So you could go and you could see them. Right. A lot I of mean, them used to go to fish ponds after the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did see some of them. <laughs> yeah. Jolly, Mario Jolly. Yeah. 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 But I just remember being a kid, and I was not I was into basketball, but it was still seemed like a pretty cool deal yeah. that it was like they were real in tune. You could get merchandise and stuff. Yeah, I mean, even my wife says, you know, well, we used to go to the Civic Center and wa- yeah. go to the games all the time. And I was like, yeah, was, it was so much fun yeah, it was back awesome. then. And it was so loud. Everybody's honking their horns in the parking garage afterwards. Yeah. Everybody's just wild. Yeah. I mean, there were, yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that um, we used to have a rink down at the Tulsa Fairgrounds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the crew. Yeah. Yeah, the Tulsa Crew, which was a which is a, a junior A team, which yeah. is the top tier amateur that you can play outside of college, especially at that time. Yeah, and to me, that's the best rink in town. Yeah, that's the best venue in town. There are some spots up up high where you get those beams, you know, coming coming from the cross that are that are nice. But if you could put a rink in there again yeah. and you could get a team in there, <coughs> yeah, uh, I, I almost think that you know I understand. Like the BOK is phenomenal. Don't get me wrong, but like for that, I don't. I just don't think it fits well because it's too. It feels too big. It feels too big. It feels just too. I big. say the same thing. Like instead of just pack something smaller. Yeah, it's like, right. Okay. Yeah, get them up on there because it's so hard to get enthusiastic when it's like you know. Well, and and that's the thing about the the fairgrounds was is that there was so much space between the glass and the the stands that like that was the walkway. The walkway yeah, was yeah, around yeah. the yeah. rink, I and it was, that. but it was awesome. I mean, I I think we had a high school tournament there one time. We did, we did. We did. Um, my dad put that on, mm-hmm. and to me, that was the best. I mean, we the the Blues, we we played there too. I loved that rink. Yeah. It's the best rink, I mean, in in, yeah. in town. Well, I... But yeah. it cost too much. I think the city said it cost too much to yeah. put I, a rink there. I think going back to rinks in Tulsa, I think that, and this might sound counterproductive, but I think the way that you save things here is to open up another rink or have some sort of... I don't want to say competition, but you ju- you know what I mean? Like, Well, I think, there, any, I think any... I think competition... Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you know, uh, very good. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think that you know. I saw where you were going with that. I, uh, yeah. yeah. No, I, I struggle I, with words. Well, but the thing <laughs> was, it's like I'm trying to think because I'm thinking of the same thing you're thinking of, but we both can't. Th- so I'm here with you. On, yeah, on that I one. think I think a I think a good competition right 
would do it. I mean, we went from the Junior Oilers to the Tulsa Flames back to the Junior Oilers. Yeah. The Oilers don't really supply. Yeah. I just I don't think the Oilers supply really the youth organization yeah. with anything. And then again, I don't think the rink should have a direct hand involved well, in the youth organization. I, I, just, I don't I don't think there should be gatekeepers to any ice. You know what I mean? No. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like no, I mean, gate, no gatekeepers. It'd like. be great if like a Big Speed or like a Broken Arrow mm-hmm. or would do like a community center that would have a rink, kind of like so how the Jones Center yeah. did down in Springdale. Well, so it, it, it's funny you say that. So for the way that our refrigeration, because we have one of the newest refrigeration systems in uh, in Mansfield right now, um, but it's a um, Oreos out. Oh, hey. Yeah, I got Oreo. it. No, no, you're good. You're okay. good. I kind of lost track of time. No, no, no. Y'all, <laughs> yeah. bro, we I'll go however long <laughs> you want, man. Yeah, yeah. We're at about an hour and 15. Oh, okay. That's usually how You said, I'll go. <laughs> no, I'll go. I'll hang out and talk hockey all day. Yeah, I was about to say. We still go. What are you, you're out? Yeah. All right. I appreciate you coming Oreo. by, Oreo. Hey, Oreo, Oreo thanks for coming answer. on the show today. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks, man. I, it, it was knowledgeable. We, I, I, I know more now. I know, but I feel real bad that we didn't include you. It's okay. There was not much I was going to be able to say. Uh, you know. I feel maybe you probably could have done more things useful <laughs> with this time. <laughs> well, I'm calling you later. <laughs> oh, great. We're going to do something on the side. I just appreciate you being here. I just, I just appreciate it. Um, I'm going to mute that. But, yeah. Um, hey, nice to meet you, man. Uh, but, yeah, no. So what I was saying is, like, my, my dream ideal for a rink is actually – so in our refrigeration system down in Mansfield, we have something that are called heat exchangers. So what it is is uh, that glycol, that glycol that we're sending through the the pipes in the concrete in order to freeze that. Um, we're actually able to take that heat out whenever we're cooling that down and use that heat for other things. So really, if you were to think about it, I would set something up to where it was a half rink, half pool, to where you can actually use that heat that you're taking out of that coolant to freeze your ice, and you can use it to heat your pool. So you're essentially yeah, you're 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 not paying as much. Killing to, two birds with one yes, stone. Yes. So it's like I feel like that is really where, I don't know that that that's where more. Well, now that Oreo's gone, I don't think we're gonna really have a we're gonna really struggle for explanations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what we're saying here is <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's I th- and, and my that's kind of my dream rink. If I was gonna build one, that's the way I would do it because you just you have to be able to use that heat and you get a lot of heat from it, but you have to be able to use it. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you've got to heat a pool, you know, why not just get, it's like free heat essentially. Yeah. My dad and I have talked about it doing a dual rink. Um, I mean, not that we have the capital to do it, but no, it's fun. um, It's fun thoughts. Uh, do it to do, do two rinks and keep two rinks open during the the hockey season and then take one down and either do indoor soccer or do roller hockey, Mm -hmm. or you could take both down and do indoor soccer and roller hockey on that. And the other thing too, it's easy to do. You know what I mean? Um, the rink that I was working at in Vermont, it was seasonal. We would take it in and out and it's not, you know, the end of the day, you can use that surface for other things, you know, because there's not very many, I forgot what they call them, uh, whether, uh, free standing, you know, where there aren't any beams or anything. I forgot what the. Uh, what that's called but anyway they're like there's some type of architecture you're talking yeah about? just like you know most places you go into they have uh structures you know things in the middle that are help keeping that building up but oh, there's yeah. not that many places well, yeah, freestanding or whatever it is yeah I, I think you still have to have something in the middle kind of like um oh is it you what is it it's not ulysses is that a, is U- that a ulysses Ulysses. Ulysses. Uh, Ulysses. Yeah, that's Grant. I think that's where he came No, uh, Ulysses, uh, their rink, mm-hmm. right there in the middle, they have that bar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Just me- kind of like the Wichita mezzanine. did. Yeah, the mezzanine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 
Yeah. You put something like that, and then you got then you have your locker rooms, and you want to switch chairs? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm good. <laughs> uh, no, the, the, the cool thing about the mezzanine, too, is it allows a lot of these parents to, like, not necessarily have to watch the game inside of the rink, which most of them don't enjoy doing in the first place. And, and not only that. Those aren't hockey parents. The hockey parents, the, the, they here, here's the funny part, though, is then this line is always kind of gray. You know, they sell beers kind of during some of these, not necessarily during these tournaments, but you know how it is. The rink's open. There's yeah. the, that bar up in the mezzanine. It's one of those where it's like, all right, if this parent doesn't, you know, I see it all the time where it's like, okay, this guy's acting like a, you know, yeah, like, uh, maybe we shouldn't be selling, uh, selling beers here. But no, the real hockey parents are out in the cold. They know, they know what to expect. They're all good. Yeah. I mean, I remember Wichita going to Wichita and, yeah. Hanging out out there watching the other games, but they had Olympic, they had Olympic size rink too. But they still they put us out there as mites and squirts. I remember being, you know, yeah, eight or nine, like you know, on the big rink. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. not a big fan of the the mites have to play. They cut it into thirds now. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah, I think my dad was telling me something about that. Yeah. So I'm not a big That's fan. Awkward. And then they also have um, they took the nets. The nets are now three times smaller. So to, essentially, all it takes is one decent goalie that's a mite that and, and you can tell their parents just buy all the biggest pads and equipment and just shove them into the you know into the net yeah. it's like I don't, I don't know we used to shoot on it was, just, it was still regulation nets yeah Go back there's a lot that. of things that we used to do that were different i, I can mean. understand maybe doing half ice but breaking into thirds a rink is only 200 feet long so you break that into thirds that's you know 60 whatever yeah it's not no it's not a very big surface i mean i get it i mean but that, then again that's like you said it, kids it's kind of tailoring away. to a different game now but, but ki- kids just get a different skill like there's literally you'll have a kid that's good and can kind of do whatever but all of a sudden he just runs into a kid that just happens to be in the way because there's not enough space out there you know well I mean? uh, then again you also don't want probably that one kid doing circles off on the yeah. in the far face off dot and and never seeing the yeah i don't know never try, seeing the play i try i try i try and stay out of uh, i try and stay away from parents for the most part because they, I don't know. They 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 think they have the the best idea of what they need for their kid, but most of that is there's too much uh, too much ego with a lot of these parents. You know what I mean? It's like, is, is your kid like playing? Great. If he likes playing, just have him play. But don't. Parents are cra- maybe they were crazy when we were growing up too, and we just don't. We I just, don't know. Like I I don't crazy. I mean I, I don't. I really want to say like I never saw or heard of my dad getting involved in any of that political stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure he probably did. Yeah, but there's a difference between like the political stuff, and there's just some parents that just taint. Um, I mean, I hate to say this, but they just can't. Kids fail at things. They well, don't. They don't make teams. And, they don't. And, and again, it's probably not just in hockey. It's it's across oh, yeah, the yeah, board yeah. in every sport. But why can't you just say, "Hey, you failed at that." It's okay if you tell your kid that they failed at doing something. You know what I mean? There's lessons. Yeah. There's lessons to be learned. There's like that's the same thing that I tell my son. You know, he's playing coach pitch and stuff. I'm like, look, I don't care that you didn't do it. Right. No. No. I just want you to run hard to first base. Right. Like, I, I just want you to put in the effort. Right. And um, you know, as a parent, I'm seeing this now, and I and I have to have this conversation with my dad. It's you know, don't be so hard on him. Mm-hmm. You were hard on me. Right. And it made me not want to do it mm-hmm. or get frustrated and stuff. So, you know, just be his grandfather, well, just, yeah, yeah. you know, well, well, but he's, he's got a lot of more patience than I do mm-hmm. with the young, younger kids, which is, you know, what yeah. I was asking you about coaching yeah. those young kids. I just, I couldn't do it. I, I want to get into the, the, the meat and potatoes of it, not uh, necessarily the, the monotony of 
they're like the thing is is like the and you know your father but like they're complex beings yeah you know what i mean yeah like they're not simple like it's not like they're like they're very complicated like from day to day you don't know what to expect you don't know know, how they're going to react to things and you got a bunch of them and they all have different you know stuff going on but i try and liken back to because i don't know if you can remember being that little but like the world seems big you know what i mean and it's one of those to where it's just just being a kid is hard sometimes. You know, why don't why do we make it so hard for them? You yeah. know what I mean? There's right? things there's things that it's like, yeah. well, they might have not done that, but they're also like that that kid is six years old. You know what I mean? Yeah. He still My son doesn't it. care. He just cares about evolving his Pokemon. He doesn't care. <laughs> but, doesn't but, care about anything else. But I gotta run. <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> I'm not doing that. But my, my the bit the biggest thing that I, you know, the biggest thing that I see though is just like um when a kid is involved in failure, there's just kind of this thing where a parent just kind of pulls an excuse out of their pocket. And they're like, use this excuse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, use this excuse. Why It's like, no, that's not helping that kid. I, I got them all. I got all the excuses. Like, you know, it's just, and I know that any parent has them on deck anytime, but it's like, let's not use that excuse. You know, it's not needed. Let's yeah. just, let's, let's make this a moment that we, you know, that we grow or learn or. Yeah. You're going to get through it. You're going to get through it. Everybody else has gotten through this right. before you. Right. It's going to make you a better person. This is, not, this is not the last time you're going to feel this way. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Like you didn't do it, but you know. But I mean, it, I mean, I'm, it's, it's awesome that you stayed with hockey. I mean, I really wish I could have. Yeah. Um, it seems like you're doing great down there. I mean, yeah, so far. I really enjoy your podcast. Get tell everybody your podcast. I highly doubt anybody's gonna listen to us. No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. Uh, I think people will. Um, no. So the podcast that I am currently doing is out of a studio in Mansfield. It's called the Face Off Spot with uh, Adam Larson. I think if you search it, we're on iTunes, Spotify, and Facebook. Um, so any of those things, I know you like or follow um, on different platforms but anyway um yeah we usually try and have a guest on we release the episodes every thursday um it's just kind of something that i kind of started to think about during quarantine which i know sounds kind of weird but it's just one of those like what is something that you always wanted to do and why aren't you doing it it's like well i always wanted to do a podcast and i don't know why i'm not doing it so you know it was almost that like uh end of the world scenario is just like okay what do i want to do oh i need a podcast but now we're, I don't know, maybe like 10 episodes into it and, and everything's going well. So check it out if you like it. Uh, yeah, follow it, like it, uh, do do all the things. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. I mean, and I told you the, I mean, my favorite one's the one with your dad. But uh, it's my favorite one too. <laughs> right. It's my favorite one too. Right. I mean, and your dad's one of the Tulsa greats uh, yeah. helping the hockey community. We know. Very few of those people around anymore. Well, I mean, he he does, in and, my opinion. But and, and not to be not to be whatever, but it's one thing that he has passed on to me. It's that you know nobody's bigger than the game, and you know you need to be an ambassador. And I mean, at the end of the day, I, I feel lucky that I get to still be involved in it. Um, so you know, just uh, uh, making forward progress in this whole thing, and and trying to grow as a person. And I know that you know there there was a, there was a long time when I was living here in Tulsa that I was young and stupid and. You know, I could be disrespectful at times and, you know. It oh, just, hi. Look who you're sitting yeah, across from. Yeah. But it's just, and, and I, I think that we can both talk on this, but it's something about getting older and realizing, you know, past mistakes, previous mistakes or whatever. And like those mistakes are okay to make as long as you learn from them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think that we can both definitely say for certain that we've like settled down. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. just like, there's something, you know, there's some people that really hate getting older. I've really loved it. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, I, you know, you didn't have anybody beat on your body for a lot of times <laughs> like I did. So, I mean, I wake up in the morning and my hips still pop. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was, uh, 
maybe not the physical force that uh, that you were back in the day. But. Oh, well, that's highly doubtful. Well, um, I see Casey Carr's parents a lot. And yeah, people at work will. Yeah. Um, uh, they they purchase a, f- a few vehicles from us, and a lot of people. I'm like, I'm, I'll pass them off to a salesperson, and they'll be like, I'm like, look, I pay, I played hockey with growing up with their son. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, they're like. Was Mark really as good as he says he was? Look, I, I wasn't the best. <laughs> You're a good. I was player. good at what I did. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And the game was a lot different back then. Yeah. A lot of people think that I was just going out there fighting. No, I didn't. No, no. no but y- you still played. I could. But you played at a time to where you you can, and the, I, you know, kind of going back to what we were talking about before, not talking about it too much, but it's just, it's it's different now. In order, in order to play competitive hockey when we were growing up, you had to be a good hockey player. If you happen to be good at your skill set or whatever, then great. But at the same time, like you couldn't just go play where you played with only having that skill set. Yeah, you had no. to be a well-rounded player, and yeah. that's the thing is like you can take any of these guys that played competitively, you know, back in the day, and their skill set is maybe one thing, but they're well-rounded. You know, nowadays that doesn't doesn't really happen. I don't feel like. Yeah, no, and and that was the other thing is is like you know I played in the Minnesota Junior League for a little while. And uh, in St. Louis for uh, an ex NHL an ex NHL tough guy Darren Kimball, mm-hmm. and uh, they didn't have anybody on their team that knew how to fight. Right. And of course, a lot of the guys that we grew up around, that's kind of what they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But they were still very skillful guys. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but you know, I mean, like NHL great Gary Unger, mm-hmm. he taught me a lot of stuff on how to fight. Yeah. And whenever I got there. And I could do that, and an ex-NHL tough guy fighter knew who I knew and knew what I could do. Mm-hmm. I kind of adapted to that. Yeah. So I would fight every now and then the Minnesota Junior League. Mm-hmm. And then I went up to Canada and played Junior A. Mm-hmm. And it does not equate from down here to what those Canadians can do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I learned up there, it was probably my second fight in the league, and that's when I learned – these dudes throw well with both hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting yeah. there just welling on a guy with my right. And then all of a sudden he kind of just ducks down and then just pops up. And then he's throwing rights the whole time pops up and just whap with yeah. a left. And I'm like, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, everybody down here is one way. Oh yeah. Well the, the other thing too is too, it's like, I think we could stand up right now and you could let me try and knock you out with my left arm. And I don't think I could do it. You know what I no. mean? It's just, there's a certain skill, but you can't tell me that those guys didn't just practice, or not practice, but they, they made sure they were good with both. They had to be. Like, you had to be. Because a lot of those guys over there are lefty. Yeah. I mean, a lot of those over there, the up there, are yeah. lefty. Yeah. So that's what they throw with. Yeah. And then they just, see but, people but, throwing with the right. But just to think, like, ah, I'm not worried about that one because that's not his banger. Oh! Like, yeah, <laughs> then he just gets whacked on the cross <laughs> on the other side. No, well, Adam, I really appreciate you coming by. Yeah, thanks for having um, me on, man. And anytime you're in town, man. I don't, I'm going to try and make, you know, since everything's starting to slow down a little bit, and this is, you know, uh, or at least, you know, the rink is starting to kind of normalize a little bit into this new normal. Because, um, you know, I used to come back up to Tulsa before all this happened, you know, maybe once a month. Uh, my mom still lives up here. My grandmother, you know, I still have cousins and uh, nieces and nephews up here. So it's, it's a trip that I, I take, you know, uh, kind of frequently. So It's not a very long trip either. So. No, it's not. And I, you know, I kind of like it. I kind of like being able to just kind of get away from my uh, routine a little bit. And, uh, it, you know, it's a, it's not a bad drive. So uh, I'm up here a bit, so I'll, uh, I'll holler at you next time I'm in town, and we'll, we'll do this again. Yeah, for sure. Everybody check out Adam's podcast, The Face-Off. The Face-Off Spot. The Face-Off Spot with Adam Larson. Yeah. And we're out. Thanks.
Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. Yeah, put them in the hot seat. Better grab your popcorn and get comfy while they're talking. The greatest show ever, got the greatest host ever. Talking about this state, man, it's the greatest home ever. Baker always got it, and Max is on the hot street. With DJ Oreo, man, it's the Oklahoma hot seat. Yeah, the Oklahoma hot seat. Better tell your friends to go and watch it. Got it?